Hi, I'm Melody. And I'm Candy. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. Hey there, you're listening to Melody and Candy. We are here joining worship pastor. Larry Kirby is here. He's our guest today on Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. And that's exciting for me to talk to another worship pastor. I wasn't a pastor. I was just a, I don't know what I was, but it happened for 36 years. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you'll be interested to know this, Larry. I never had a music lesson in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just years ago, I was in the choir. I was in youth choir, and then I was in... And this is the church I've been attending my entire life. So how does this make you feel that she, you spent all this money on training and Mm -hmm. she had nothing? We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, Yeah, but we had a wonderful um, music director when I was in my 20s, and he is now professor of praise and worship at Liberty University. And uh, he was, he taught me everything. And then when he left, um, I just filled in until we could find, until we could find somebody. I was was the interim. 36 years later. I was the, yes, I was the 36 year interim. And uh, but God just kept kind of saying, "No, I prepared you for this," and I was like, "No, I, I don't know what I'm doing." And uh, God's good at that. Isn't yeah, it? but he 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 just kept on, and finally I surrendered to that and and did it, and it was probably one of the biggest blessings of my life. That's so uh, so you have been at Candy's Church yes. for how many years? For like 17 years now. Oh, okay. So yeah. you've got a good running start I got, too. I got, I got, a, good, got a good running start. <laughs> so yeah. you. You, and Candy, we're just going to leave you out of this for a second. I don't know anything about this stuff. <laughs> so but you, Larry, have, like I, even more so, have seen music incredibly changed through oh, yes. the years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the church I grew up in was, I guess what you would say is more like uh, high church music. Mm-hmm. So very anthem based with the choir. You and know. you had to sing with your nose up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You drown in a rainstorm <laughs> if you weren't careful. Um, but, uh, but, you know... And, and, you know, and so I learned a love for that kind of music. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as a teen coming through, you know, early contemporary Christian was just starting. And early contemporary Christian music was hard to play mm-hmm. because, like, they've at least whittled things down now to where the chords are simple. If you don't know anything about chords, we apologize. For real? But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just it, there's there was a simpler way to do it. And they were doing some they were just really talented musicians. I grew up up in the decade in the era where you had to be ugly to be a musician right you, you were just stinking ugly but you could sing <laughs> oh. like crazy and nowadays I feel like sometimes it's, you gotta be really pretty but you uh-huh. don't have to sing worth a oh, lick because the they truth. do everything in the studio oh, yeah. to make you sound good so you, you're auto-tuned with everything that's right. right how does that make you feel Melody uh, I could I can just you. like I have a face for radio <laughs> I get it I get it I get it <laughs> That is not true, ladies and gentlemen. Right beside her, that is not true at all. Very pretty lady. What um, uh, What do you? Um, th- there's so many things that I could ask you and, and talk to you about. So I'm just going to kind of interview you, and, okay? And then we can discuss some things. What do you think is the hardest thing about being a worship leader today? I think it's still the residual effects of worship wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sad that we're still talking about worship wars. Mm-hmm. What, is it, what do you mean when you say worship wars? Yeah, so it, Contemporary th- versus traditional. And I think that was, that was the beginning. Those were the firing shots was the contemporary versus traditional. But now it really... It, 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 it's even gotten... <laughs> it's deeper because it's like, well, mm. do we worship in a sanctuary? Or do we worship <laughs> in a gym where everything looks like a 
nightclub, everything's blacked out, you know, <laughs> or do we, and I, like, I, so, I mean, obviously cans of worms are popping open everywhere and people are screaming and running for the hills. But, you know, it's just it really boils down, I think, to one massively important thing. The church has become selfish and me centered Mm. and they've been that way for a long time. And and you know what? Our our forefathers, uh, Israel, uh, did a really good job of teaching (laughs) us how to be self-centered and Mm -hmm. and to look in. I mean, go through the Old Testament and we see they were hard headed, you know, hard nosed Mm -hmm. people. And I think we've picked up the mantle and run with it very Mm -hmm. well. And that's a sad. It is. Indictment on the church, but I think that's why we are where we are. I have heard uh, those leave a church service and say, I didn't really get anything out of that service today, or that music did nothing for me today. Well, whose fault is that? First of all, the service was not for you. Correct. Mm-hmm. We are worshiping him. Yes. So it's about him. It's not about you. So I 1000% agree with you yeah. that we have become so me centered. Music itself has become very I, uh-huh. me centered. And, and uh, that's that's a discussion you and I will have in a little bit. <laughs> but um, you don't like singing about God being your boyfriend. <laughs> Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have to wonder, yeah. you know, when you hear who's a song, song who's, yeah, who's yeah. this yeah. written to? That, that, that's yeah. a problem. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, Okay, so what is what do you love the most about being a worship leader? Besides having candy there at your church. Oh, I you mean. know, I mean, that is the blessing above blessings, let me tell you. No, uh, I think... For me, there is something. So our God is a creative God. We get that from the very beginning of Scripture, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, a God that can speak and everything comes into fruition. I mean, it's just, that's amazing. But when he placed his image in us, he didn't just give us, you know, something to kind of look like. Mm -hmm. He placed in us characteristics and things. And one of the things he did was he built this earth. I mean, think about it. From the earth, from all the elements and everything around us, we've sent people to space, right? Mm -hmm. God put that creativity and that ability in us. So, um, So a massively creative God placed in us creativity and the ability to create. And so for me, because he put music in my heart, my mom was the church pianist growing up in Mm -hmm. our church. Um, Very musical family. Uh, All the way back, heard stories, never got to hear it, but heard stories of my family years and years ago, the mountains of Tennessee, shape note singers. So like, you know, did the solfege and didn't even sing the lyrics, but like everybody on a different solfege note and singing the solfege out, I know which I think is phenomenal. But there's just something, I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm over your head, Candy. I bless your heart. I'll rub you you back down. Um, How do you spell that? (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me to spell. I'm a musician. I count to four and start over again. That's about as best I can do. But no, so I just think when when we sing, whether you're at a conference and it's just all men singing, whether you're in in church and it's everybody together, or whether you're at a ladies' conference and it's all those ladies' voices being lifted up, there is something about music Mm -hmm. that speaks across universal language. It is. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know. And it, it doesn't matter if, you know, you live in the land of A440 or you live wherever else. You can just you can take this language and you may not be able to speak. Hello, how are you? But you can put a piece of music beside someone and you can speak the same language. Mm. It's just phenomenal. I don't know what A440 is. <laughs> Y'all have lost me Has completely. tuning. I'm sorry. I apologize. There's my nerdness coming out. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. 
so Larry, as as we've said, times have changed through the years uh, with music, and I happen to believe, and you can feel free to um, disagree with me. I don't think you will because I think you do your worship just like this. I don't understand why it has to be one thing or the other. Right. Oh, I agree. Um, I love a church service where there is a choir, Mm -hmm. where there is a praise team, Mm -hmm. where there are instruments. Mm -hmm. You are singing hymns and then you turn around and you sing a contemporary song. Mm -hmm. I just, I think it all can just work so well together, yet so many churches do not do that. Right. They, they, They pigeonhole themselves into one thing. They do because we are, we are a people of labels. We want to label everything. I mean, just look at the society around us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and obviously we don't want to get in a big political conversation, but I mean, you hear polarization used right. a lot and, and all these different things going on. Look, it's been around for a long time. The church started it. You know, we started labeling everything. My point is this. If it's biblical, let's sing it. Mm-hmm. If it goes against God's word, what did the Bereans do, right? They mm-hmm. tested what Paul had to say. And if they found it wanting they got rid of it but mm-hmm. they didn't because Paul was right on track right mm-hmm. so I think we it doesn't matter if it's a worship song a hymn uh, an orchestral piece whatever it is if it matches up with the word of God use it which at right but the few years I guess before I um, resigned and retired from that position at my church I was beginning to have a little bit harder time finding theologically doctrinally oh. correct music yeah, absolutely. and I was even beginning to have to go back and use so much older stuff because I'm like I don't know where y'all got that but that's nowhere in the that you know and, and I have found that a lot of lyrics have become a little bit Wanting marshmallow fluff, yeah. I should say, yeah, very um, yeah. superficial. Yes, very I centered. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned a while ago, very me. Like mm-hmm. what it's it's about me. Do you find that? Do you find it? I do, and I tell you something that really concerns me, and and is something that I've just been made aware of here recently is a movement called uh, NAR. It's New Apostolic Reformation, mm-hmm. and there are churches, and I'll be polite right now and not mention the church names or the music that's coming out but there there is music being produced with the purposes of infiltrating the church's theology mm-hmm. with a theology that is not biblical yes and and their purpose is to use the music and there are many platforms that play these songs regularly and you know wolf and sheep clothing warning here mm-hmm. you got to be careful because what sounds good i'm gonna use a big word word the words conflation right so if you conflate something you take it you take something that means something and you turn it upside mm-hmm. down and so let's use words that make you feel comfortable mm-hmm. right words that candy would like to sing right that she understands <laughs> y'all got me <laughs> um but but let's let's twist them into our meaning. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't go into a theological depth right now, but what I'll say is, is that it's it's dangerous. And so what, what we need to do, but you know, hey, I mean, people don't like to hear this, but there were a lot of hymns that were bar songs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, that, that 200 years old, that's a good hymn. Just because it's 200 years old doesn't mean it was good. The same evil that's in the world today mm-hmm. was in the world 200 Absolutely. years ago. Absolutely. Let's yeah. stop right there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodness. So, you know, I think the big thing there is 
is just if you are active in music ministry today, if you are active in any kind of ministry, just be on the alert. Yeah. Know know what you believe. And see that's and be the, on the alert. And that's the problem, Larry. I feel like and I don't want to sound judgmental here because I don't know what everybody does, but if you're not grounded in the word, um, then you're not going to when you hear these songs that mm-hmm. are doctrinally incorrect, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, there's quite a few. Quite. Um, you're not going to know. And so it sounds right. Right. It does. So, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever at your church not sung a particular song that is very popular today? I'll give you one better. I normally am pretty well planned out with, with certain things and found myself in a place, probably because I was exhausted, where I was like, I, I got to get a choir book in here and just got a choir book, put it in the folders. We sang through a couple of the songs and then all of a sudden I started reading about NAR and started looking at the lyrics mm-hmm. and I literally went through and ripped that whole book out of the choir folders and have thrown it away. Wow. So absolutely. Well, good for you. A hundred percent. There yeah. there have been times where uh, I, you can ask, uh, you ask my pastor and our student pastor, I actually confessed before them and just said, guys, I need to confess. I in a moment of weakness, I did this, and I, they probably thought I was crazy and like mm-hmm. had three heads or whatever. But I think they understood mm-hmm. my heart. I think confession's good for the soul. And man, when we mm-hmm. make a mistake, we got to confess. Oh, yeah. You know, and just say, look, God, I got this one wrong. Mm-hmm. Help me not make this mistake again. What do I need to learn mm-hmm. so that I don't go down that road again? Well, Larry, I think we could go on for the next three and a half days mm-hmm. and talk about music. And Candy, we're glad that you were involved in our conversation. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that back and behind me, so. <laughs> but you're a choir member, so yes. you can be very intentional about looking for, you know, music that does have doctrine in it that is not that is not theologically correct. You just kind of get an instinct, oh, I think, yeah. you know, when something's not right. But Larry, thank you again for being with us here on Quirks, Mumps, and Bruises. We may have to come back and do podcast number That's two right. on music in the church. And if you want to delve a little deeper into some of these things, um, the sharp is a new podcast that Larry and his friend Jared have started. It's really good. I actually just started. I think they have several episodes already up, but wherever you find your podcast, you can look for The Sharpening. Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Candy and Melody. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org. Try Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect a laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today. Navigating life as a mom or a dad in a blended family can be a real challenge. But working together with God's help, there are strategies that work and ideas to cope. Blended is a podcast hosted by dad and pastor, Derek Withrow, designed as real help for the 40% of families with kids from a previous marriage. Make it your next download on Apple, Google, or wherever you listen.